You're listening to And you're listening to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from Asian American perspective. Welcome to episode, I don't even know, it is Friday. 69. Episode 69. No, <laughs> is it's, it though? It's 176. 169. 176. No, we passed that. That was last week. Oh, dang. Or last month. Just wants to go back and reclaim <laughs> that one. <laughs> just, episode 420. <laughs> just for you, Jess. Episode 169, asterisk. <laughs> Star. <laughs> um, my name is Marvin Yue. I'm Minji Chang. And that voice that very demanding voice you heard is I'm just you our third chair just you don't need um, no introduction she introduces yeah. herself um of course from the wonderful organization known as the coalition of asian pacifics entertainment cape <laughs> nothing i say or do reflects the opinion of cape its board members and subsidiaries or you know all that jazz but uh yeah we you are had here. that memorized pretty well it sounded like it's been used before <laughs> Probably should be used more often, but it's fine. <laughs> well, it is Friday, August the third. It's August, guys. Girls, August. girls, scouts, ladies, 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 women, ladies. <laughs> Your best creepy ladies, Marvin. Oh God, what's up, ladies? Oh, oh God, no. stop, make no. it stop. Why did you start this? It's ladies' night here. Stop in it. Club. I will, I will throw your boba at you. <laughs> I will leave right now. August the third, twenty eighteen. Welcome to hashtag Asian August. It is the August of Asians. Is is it though? Oh yes, it is. It is. With it's all the Asian films. August. That's the, that's the hashtag that just you here is trying to start. Okay. Yes. yes. I will adopt it. Asian hashtag Asian August. It More is. out of love for you than the Asians, but yeah. it's fine. It comes from love. And this is going to be a quicker podcast because Minji has important Minji things to do. But we wanted to bring to attention the existence of Asian August for you all because it is packed. We have a murderous row of amazing movies coming out this yes. year, this month. So Asian August is basically, there are six plus films uh, with a theatrical release that are written by, directed by, and or starring Asians and Asian American talent. Yeah. Um, so this weird. is where the hashtag comes from. Yeah. It is, remember how we used to have We Own the Eighth? Now yeah. we own the eighth, eighth month. month. Is this going to be a thing though? Is this like we're all yeah. this, will all the studios now load August with their hottest Asian movies? I wonder if they're aware enough to like know the pattern, but maybe we can it's a good start. Well, August is also traditionally the month where studios offload their lower budget movies. Is it? Well, yeah. Because summer is also when they offload their tentpole movies, isn't it? That's earlier in the summer. Oh. So, so if you've been looking through all the in recent years. Okay, so Marvel basically has May. Has has late um what's the start of summer? What's the holiday in the May that starts the Memorial summer? Day? Is it Memorial Day? Memorial yeah. So basically yeah, yeah, there you go. Or like like Marvel has that tentpole and then Disney usually does a Thursday uh November release. Moana came out they in November. These. They claim those. That's kind of like you don't want to compete with that family movie. Right. They make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. 
because May, yeah, May is usually Avengers time, right? Yes, and then like obviously this this July we had Fallout, Mission Impossible, Fallout. That was a huge movie, and Jurassic World. So those are huge movies. Right. So, but if you look at August, there's like it's usually a calmer time. People take a break, and then it's, well, it's in between tentpole season, which is where movies put their blockbuster, the big money like blockbuster, and Oscar season, and Oscar season, which usually starts around fall, right? It's like September. That's when the prestige dramas come out, the biopics. It gets colder, and we all cozy up in front of the movie. It's yeah. like because Oscar voting is the beginning of the year, they want to load all their like Oscar movies at the end, of the, which is why. It's very rare for a January movie to get Oscar consideration. Um, the exception being Get Out. Get Out was a February, yeah. Yeah, release. that was a Sundance thing too, right? That yeah. was a, the Sundance surprise of the century, yeah. which everybody loved. But that is to say, yes, we are blessed with at least six theatrical releases this month. I mean, that's not even to mention all the smaller indie movies coming out on streaming platforms or, or that aren't getting a wider or limited release. Yeah. Um, so it's really exciting. It's it's. I feel like there's like a current in the air that has... Do we have a list of these? We do. These? So this episode will be your your August guide to the movies. Yeah, your cheat sheet. Your guide to Asian August. Let's start with this weekend, August 3rd. Um, it's The Darkest Minds. The right? Darkest Minds, directed by Jennifer Yeh Nelson, who directed Kung Fu Panda 2 and 3. She is one of the highest grossing Asian American directors. Um, she was one of the highest grossing Asian, oh, you mean women directors? I think she's just one of the highest grossing directors, yeah. period. Yeah, that's queen. Well, Kung Fu Panda 3 made a good. Ju- Jajillion. Two and three both made a gajillion money. Because of China. A gajillion technical yeah. term. Okay. Um, Props to Virginia Dreamworks. Um, but this is her first, um, her live action debut. And right? it's an amazingly diverse cast. Amanda Steinberg, who was also in Hunger Games, is the lead. She's Rue. She's Rue, yeah. She was Rue in Hunger Games. Yes. She was so good in Rue. She broke my heart mm. in Hunger um, Games. There's, their crew is basically her. Um, it's a f- ki- f- crew of four kids, and there's also a young Asian American actress who's Mia Check. Mia, Mia Check. Mia Check. Check. Yeah. C H E C. Who's also going to play young yeah, Ali Wong? Yeah, she's playing young Ali Wong in Always Be My Maybe. I cannot Netflix. wait for that. Yeah. Yes. But so, she's adorable. It, she doesn't talk, though. She doesn't talk, but she's very cute. Very emotive. Very emotive. She's great. She steals it. Very yeah. nice. An important component to the ensemble yeah. cast. So that's our first <laughs> right. Asian August movie. Um, coming up next is August 10th. August 8th. 8th. Is dog Days. Oh. Which um, kind eight, of... 8 also Chinese Father's Day. 8, eight Oh, 18. Papa, I get yeah. it. <laughs> That's adorable. But yes, Dog Days is written by two Japanese-American women, um, Erika Oyama and Alyssa Matsuda. Um, it's directed by Ken Marino, who's also Erika's husband. And it's this really, really touching, very... Um, cute rom com. It's the love basically actually style. love actually, but with dogs. Yeah, and right? cuteness. But that's kind of like underselling. It's actually a very well written. Well, you actually got to see it. Yeah, right? it's so. it's very touching. Like I was crying in several <laughs> parts. Dog, it's dogs. It's it's set in L. A. Is, so. is it a Marley and Me type of story? Like no, should, I be, per- should I pre- be prepared for dog death? No, 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 not not that depressing. But it's. I Did ever tell you that like we were watching Marley and Me in the theater and as um. As the ending was starting to become apparent, a lot of parents took their kids out of the theater. That was oh, probably like, yeah. a wise choice. <laughs> it's like the, the Phoebe, like, it's over. It's the over end. with old Yeller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah. Oh, but also stars Vanessa Hudgens. Um, a lot of big, not a lot of like known known cast members. Nina Dobrev. Um, it's a very ensemble casty yeah. type of. It's like Love Actually, where you have all these different vignettes that like yes. somehow come together at the end, right? No, but it's a super enjoyable movie. It's really funny. It's cute. Um, Are there any creepy stalkers with signs? Like a Love Actually, eh, like kind of in that vein. Minji hates no. it when they hate on Love Actually. I do. I mean, I recognize its problems, but I do. Know, as I well. also watch it once a day in the month of December. I too, as well. Yes, or <laughs> once a month between January and November. Netflix, Netflix is so smart. They take off Love Actually from their platform in December, and so I bought it. Oh, <laughs> I bought it like a digital copy. Is that smart? I've it's had smart two copies of the DVD. It. Yes, but like, wouldn't Netflix want it on there? I guess. Well, I guess Love Actually. Fine, the Love Actually producers yeah. are. <laughs> smart because they pull it off streaming in the month of december we are all aware of the problems there are there they're in abundance but it is a cute movie that makes everybody go like oh i I feel it in my fingers everyone that movie is famous now they were famous then they were famous a lot of them kira knightley really yeah Yeah. Mm. that was the first time i saw her so well okay was that that was before pirates Yeah, yeah. But still, she's like she's. I mean, she I, especially in, in in Britain, I'm sure she mm. had her whole like. This is when she crossed over to the to the states. This is the first time I saw Chiwelly Chiwetel 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 And then Andrew Lincoln, Walking Dead, Walking Dead guy with Rick. the poster. <laughs> Rick. Oh God. Yeah. Emma Thompson. Uh, Snape and Trelawney uh, are uh, married. R.I.P. Snape. R.I.P. Snape. Hugh Grant. It's. Anyways, yeah. So cute. We're just talking about Love Actually. Just, I I'm, I'm, I'm excited that the movie turned out well because that trailer was kind of a mess. Like, my girlfriend and I saw it in theaters. We're like, what is that movie about? Like, it just it's, seems like this is a movie about all dogs. It's it's a rom-com about dogs in L.A. Like, that's, <laughs> I feel like that should cover your bases. Okay. And this is, I love rom-coms, so, I mean, I guess take that with a grain of salt, but I do think they're, like, very underrated and, like, villain. I think rom-coms don't get the love they deserve in today's, mm. like, movies. Like, everyone's so excited about the Avengers and, like, superhero movies and, like, action. I'm like, I just want a good rom-com. <laughs> I agree. That's why, honestly, what Crazy Rich Angels was such a yeah. breath of fresh air for me. We'll like, get yes! there. And going back to Darkest Minds, because we also just saw it in the bad screening, and it was pretty, I thought it was pretty entertaining. No, I thought it was great. Like... It's, I think it's one of the few, like, teen dystopia save the world movies where they feel like teenagers. Mm -hmm. And the effects are good, which is really important. The effects are good, yeah. Speaking of special effects, also coming out next weekend. August 10th is The Meg. The Meg. The Meg. The shark movie. Which is Jaws, but bigger. But bigger. Is that the the Jason Statham movie? Yes. Yes. Rain Wilson. Dwight Schrute's in it. Yes, Dwight. So this is a a co-pro with a Chinese production company. It's a subsidiary of WB China. Like, it's a partnership. Are they doing this because Sharknado actually became a thing? No, they're doing this because this is how China makes movies. Like, you know how Skyscraper was what if Die Hard but taller? Yeah. This is what if Jaws but, but bigger. bigger. Yeah. Okay. I get it. <laughs> Putting some and, animators to work or yeah. like some special effects people getting a lot of jobs. Actually, um, so listeners who listened uh, a couple weeks ago would know that I interviewed Peter Chang, the um, special effects supervisor of Pacific Rim Uprising, who is this really cool, like British Asian man with just the sweetest voice. Peter Marvin loves your voice so he was, much. His partners were talking about how um, the Meg has been 
in development for years and years and years. Like they've designed the Meg Shark at least five times, oh. and each time it's gotten more and more realistic because technology has gotten yeah. better. And has it gotten bigger each and time? Each time. Well, it's always been big. It's always a megalodon. Megalodon. Okay. Yeah. So it's Jason Statham. Statham. Main character: Lee Bing Bing, Winston Chow. Uh, Cliff Curtis, who is a PI actor, that's great. Um, Who's played every single ethnicity known to He is, man. he is, yes. <laughs> Summer Shark movie, looks fun, if you don't have fear of the water. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll uh, I'm sure it'll do well. People people like shark movies, it's just stay out of the water. It's like Jaws on steroids. Yeah. That's basically what I thought when I saw the trailer. <laughs> and I think I only watched like 10 seconds of it. But yeah. is that a bad thing? No. No. Right? Like, I mean, people want... We pe- need variety in our People know what they content. like. Some people love shark movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the main purposes of movies is just escapism. Going to a different place. And that definitely, I think, does that. Deep Blue Sea was pretty good. I like that I movie. like Deep Blue Sea. I'm <laughs> glad... Um, um, I'm gl- Samuel Jackson has the best scene where he makes like a very a very inspirational speech and then gets eaten, and by, then the gets shark, eaten by the shark right, right away. <laughs> yeah, and it's L. Cool, L. Cool J. L. Cool J. Yeah, he's the chef with the bird. He makes it out. I'm glad he, lives. he made it out. Him and, and um, him and the main female character, right? I didn't know there was no, the female big character names dies. Oh my god. Her? That movie was very traumatizing to yeah. me. I'm also just wondering, like, you're gonna have like super smart sharks. Why not put them in a tank on land so you can control the These super are smart sharks instead of like going in the middle of the ocean? This is why any movie with a just you main character would just be over within ten minutes. I she would have figured it out. I have. Figured have it out. Like, I just what is like this? I can suspend my belief on a lot of big things like like big concepts. Like I can I can be okay with the fact that dinosaurs. Are brought back to life, even though like the half life of DNA wouldn't it has it's been too long. There's no way we're gonna get complete dinosaur DNA. Says you, but put the bug in the thing. Okay, but <laughs> I cannot like what pisses me off is like you're trying to tell me that this multi-ton dinosaur was gonna be stopped by a little wooden door. Like I don't, <laughs> like you've established time and time again, this is a huge like crazy apex predator. And but oh no, this wooden door. This little girl hides sliding this wooden door. I, th- down. I, I think we have a new podcast which is just solves movies. I think so. I was just about to say, I think she should be a, crit- a critic of all the movies. Okay, and then you're down. Why? Right, we have to move on to the next Super Week. It's the big one. It's the big it's one. It's the big one. August 15th. What's coming out? Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians! Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, which we've all seen multiple times already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. wait to watch again. I'm going to watch this movie like 10 times this month, mm-hmm. probably like before... Why the downfall yeah. of Movie Pass right now? It's I know I'm so apart. mad. I was it's like, really pissed me they, will, they would only let you watch it once, though. I, which is which is really lame because when Black Panther came out, I watched it every. I watched it. I'm doing air quotes. I bought basically bought a ticket using my Movie Pass every single day really? of opening weekend for Black Panther. Very nice. Wow. Because I was like, yeah, I want to give it my money. It's not my <laughs> money. I paid for it already. So yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. To, Like help up the numbers Good yeah. for you. I'm excited about this movie. There's like a bunch of viewing I, parties I mean, and stuff getting organized. Yeah. I, I take that back. I've seen the movie, so I know it's good. I'm excited to see what people think. I, I'm excited to like follow the hashtag and just get everyone's reactions to it. Because, because like it's been so long. It's been like so anticipated. And there's just so many like people. There's still a lot of people just hedging. Like, not sure. 
yeah. to yeah. support her. I'm mainly excited about other people being yeah. excited because it is it is a moment, mm-hmm. and like and that's funny that that still like yes, I love the movie. I I cried every single time. Oh, I cried so every time. The Mahjong scene. Because like by the third time, I was like, "Am I gonna cry again?" I'm probably. I mean, I know. <laughs> I cried the first when they're just in that hotel. There's like the scene. It's very cute. They're like in a hotel. They're just acting lovey dovey. It's like very expositional, and I just started crying because I'm like, I cannot remember the last time I saw two attractive Asian people like speaking English in a contemporary setting yeah. <laughs> sexy and like falling in love that's I'm like f- when did that happen I don't think that ever has happened I mean that's the thing right like you've seen like people people are like wrongly comparing this to like our Black Panther moment it's not our Black it's Panther our let's Black say that not, let's let's not. just get but, that it's not our Black but Panther but the feeling of seeing people of color talking to each other in ways you've never seen them talk to each other before you don't realize it's that so, you yeah. haven't seen it until you see it. That's yeah. like that's how I felt. I was like, yeah. I, I had the same thing. I was like, I haven't seen this before. Yeah, yeah. no, I what haven't. What is this wonder that I'm feeling? It's great. Yeah. Then it's the tears. Great. You like, will, you will just, you'll like in very innocuous moments, you'll just find yourself crying, and you're like, what? Why am I crying? It's like having sushi at Tsukiji in Tokyo. Just afterwards, nothing else is the same. I have never it done that. It doesn't Marcia. feel the same I, anymore. The sukiji, it was regular fine. Sushi, I've had better sushi. Regular outside. sushi is not the same anymore. I've not been to Japan, so <laughs> I cannot speak on that. But it is very exciting for me, even after watching it three times, to see everybody else get really excited. Yeah. And I do think that you know there might be people who who walk away feeling like, oh, that wasn't what I expected. I know there's a lot of people that are going to walk away feeling really good because, like, honestly, it's a feel good story. The anxiety. Yeah. Well, we all felt the anxiety too. You know what I mean? It's not like it was unbeknownst to us to feel like, oh my gosh, is this going to be because we all love the book and like everything and also like not everyone loves the book yeah not I know, everyone I know for sure Minji was iffy on the book well no I enjoyed the book I just kept saying this would be better as a movie and yeah. I was right and it's so visual yeah. And yeah. yeah I think John and um, so it's directed by John M. Chu yeah um, director of Step Up Step Up 2 he did the, the Justin Bieber docu movies Never Say Never Never Say Never I he mean, also did G.I. Joe Retali- uh, Beta- Retali- Retaliation The one The Rock Yes, the second one, um, and and it's written by co-written by Peter Chiarelli, who has done a lot of uh, rom-coms. He wrote The Proposal, I think, and Adele Lim, mm. who um, I love, and um, she is a Malay. She was she's she's number one a woman, very important. Mm-hmm. Number two, she is uh, was born and raised in Malaysia, and then came out to the United States for school. So she's like from that. That world. is her world. She, she's from that culture, that world, and. I can tell because there are just certain things I was like, oh, I bet you that was Adele. Like, that was like 100% on point, on target. It was yes. great. Yeah. And I think the way she wrote Michelle Yeoh's character was so wonderful because, I mean, credits to both of them because that character could have been such a caricature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, it's just, the, I mean, it's the talents of Michelle and, you know, the talents of the screenwriters and John's directing that she she's this really compelling Villain. Layered, layered villain. Who's not a villain? Is yeah. a villain not a villain? She's just a character. Uh, to me, like she's a very layered mother, and like yeah. and and yeah, I'm just excited yeah. Uh, yeah. because I actually get to meet the writers tomorrow. Oh great! Yeah, oh, I get to interview them and moderate a little discussion with I'll them. Tell them like, I said hi. I will. I'm gonna like just do. Let's yeah. I'm excited for the world to see Henry Golding. 
Oh yeah, that man is <laughs> so, so charming. So beautiful. It's very upsetting. <laughs> also, like, very very nice. He's British so lovely. Accent yeah. voice, no, British it's, voice. It's like his 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 face and his <laughs> his hair and the way he wears suits and clothing. It's it's, it's the great. mannerisms. It's just so it to me and like you know this again seeing what you don't see often and being mm. like just I was so enamored by Henry simply because he's Henry and he's just <laughs> lovely, but also the fact that like oh like a lovely Asian guy who's just confident and has swag and is just not being depicted as some like bumbling or like overly yeah overly like hyper or you know what I mean like there's yeah, always those but, like a part of me is kind of pissed though because like I'm gonna be real like I've been waving like the love of the Asian men for a very long time yeah as you, as you know yes and I feel like now the secret's out like, <laughs> like now everyone's gonna be like wait what I there's- did it before it was cool I'm a little hipster about it. Like, I feel uh, a little yeah, hipster I about understand. it. I understand. Yeah. I understand. It's like how I feel when, like, you know, like, you know, a critic, I mean, or like someone like Jonathan Gold, RIP Jonathan Gold, like, you know, blows up your spot. And yeah. like, all mm. of a sudden, or like, you know, David Chang is like this close to like highlighting one of the restaurants you eat at like three times a week. And yeah. you're like, oh, God. Now I'm never going to be able to eat there anymore. Oh, you mean when he like blew up Obi Bear? Oh, did he? I'm not even going to tell you the restaurant I'm talking about because I don't want people to know. <laughs> you keep that secret yeah. on lock. So it's just I'm like, excited, yeah. I'm happy that people are finally like wising up. At the same time, I'm like, damn, now like everyone's going to be after them. <laughs> like I had a little bit of a like, a, like a little bit of a like a head start. Yeah, we yeah. all did. Not anymore. No, but we still can claim yeah. it. Um, following that week, though, we're not done. No, we got there's more. That was all... only four. Yeah. And then... On August 17th on Netflix, we got To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Yay! Starring Lana Condor. Um, Is our episode with Lana out already? Next week. Next week, okay. And, yeah, and we'll have our interview with her next week talking about the film. Um, but also based on the book written by Jenny Han. Yes. and New York Times bestselling both author Jenny Han. <laughs> of them are amazing. I follow both of them on Instagram and, and I'm in love. Yeah, and it's another very like – it's a it's – also a rom-com, but a very sweet teen rom-com. And Minji said this before, it's the movie that she wished she had. Yeah, I'm like jealous of this, yeah. this generation's teens. I'm like, you guys... I want this. Like also, I wish I had yeah, it. Also revolutionary. What's the what's the last time you saw a teen rom com where the female romantic lead was Asian American? Yeah. yeah, and she does it so well. She's, She's so really, great. really so darling. Good. It's so good. It's, it's very, a like... very well done movie. I mean, like let's all be real. Some Netflix movies are like, oh, like you hate watch them or like they're kind of like like yeah. Christmas Prince like I love it I watch it but this it's is, not a it's like <laughs> this is like a very good like comfort food rom-com rewatchable like it's film. very de- endearing too because like the sun I feel like there's there was a surge of rom-coms that made it broier, if you will I can't think of a better oh, the, term the, the Seth like Rogen dude rom-com dude, yeah, yeah like Judd so Apatow dude, right like, to like yeah. accommodate that and I feel like this they just kind of made it sweet and they were like screw it like we're just gonna make it good and funny and sweet and bye and yeah. they didn't try and that's the, <laughs> you can feel that they just kind of like embraced the story what it's about the book like Jenny Han wrote a great story it's super relatable any person whatever gender you are I'm sure could relate to like the angst and the <laughs> The anxiety. Oh, it's so good. It's why I've archived away my Zanga. So no one will ever know what I wrote when I was a kid. <laughs> I archived it as well. And it's really I embarrassing. Have a Zanga, you losers. Uh, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever reread your old blog posts when you were in high school? I have my diaries and am, my blog posts. I was, yeah, no bueno. <laughs> I have like 13 journals, like full. Like they are filled. You know what? I don't document. 
never not even as a just she like, lives in the present i do i really do I like think your instagram is like the most you document yes like pictures i have i took a lot of pictures but i never zanga i never myspace i never live driven i never wrote i didn't keep a diary i was just always like it happened like let's get over it oh. i respect probably, that i'm kind of I like no it's probably not healthy i'm probably like repressing a lot of emotional things maybe not you could be a person who's just like you know what i live in the now yeah. and it's cool and like you're not i've, I've always oh, been a venture as marvin knows i've always been yeah a you venture. very much process mm, everything I, process I, I love that moment, about you i process out loud to I, other people as like yeah, so you so. would never have a moment where you have yeah. like six letters that uh, <laughs> or to to, I don't, yeah. <laughs> to boys accidentally get sent out, you know. I don't no. know that far. I, I am a sentimental hoarder. Like I have a lot of yearbooks and pictures and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm not so precious about my old blog posts. No, I also like had a very weird delusional sense of I probably unearned self-confidence even as a teenager. So I was like pretty yeah. fine <laughs> i love you so much okay. okay i look up to you and one last thing rounding out asian august coming out limited on august 24th right limited release august 24th wide release on august 31st is searching, searching hey john cho hashtag sorry john cho which um minji and i saw at the los angeles asian pacific film, film festival i was so happy night. like we got to watch that because yeah. that was the one that was at it was at the DGA. Yeah. 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 It was very... And John Cho was there. It's so like... It's... it's. I don't know if I'll ever let my kid... If I have kids... Oh, yeah. No. The anxiety was already anything. there yeah. and it, it, was the, it was the worst. But it was also just really well done. Yeah. And the directors were hilarious. Yeah. Yes. So Direct- directed by Anish Chiganti mm-hmm. and Anish. co-written by Anish and Sev Oanian. Both of them are hilarious and so charming and so ambitious. I was just like super impressed by how creative it was. Yeah. Uh, we actually have an interview with both Anish and Sev on our um, Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival podcast a couple months ago. So if you want to hear more about that, um, actually, I might just dig it up for the, the movie premiere um, as a repost. But yeah, it's a very it's a very it's it's a very unique way to show a movie because it's all on screens. But it's also very like it's like. Dear Sophie, remember that Dear Sophie commercial from Google about like growing Google, up? Google, which like, made us all cry. Yeah. It made me cry. Those Google search stories. Yeah. Yeah. Those commercials were so good. It's the one with the, the Asian the, the Asian girl, like, Dear Sophie, this is your first steps, and everyone, everyone I cries. I love you. This is your first birthday. But like, taken to like the dark extreme where like, it's just so well done, yeah. and it's and it's so relatable because all of us spend our lives on all these screens. Yeah. So it's just I love the specificity of it because you watch for that stuff. You're like I'm on that I'm on those screens every day. There's so you're kind s- of like intuitively searching for things that are not right. Yeah, they did a good job. There's a scene where um, John Cho's character is trying to break uh, a password, uh-huh. and see him go into like different files, like find different ways to like that whole sequence yeah. is like that's my life. <laughs> I need to send this code to this phone. Open up that phone. Open that. Forgot email. what oh they yeah. Security password. Every single time I try to pay my insurance bill, (laughs) like every single time, it's PTSD for some people. Like, damn it! But I'm also excited to see like people's take on that because it not only is a unique concept, but also John Cho leading. Yeah, literally starring John Cho, starring an Asian American family too. Not only John Cho, but the the actress who plays his wife and daughter. Like, it's a very, it's a very, very. Like, I'm it's excited. Just, it's a website. See, they're, they're doing it. Sorry, I just pulled up the website. <laughs> this is a great... You should look at the movie website. Yeah. It's pretty well... It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anish also used to work at Google. Yeah. And he quit his job to make to start making movies. It's a super good concept. And it's like, you don't think it'll work, but then it works so well. So, so yeah, it's exciting. Watch it. I mean, it's cool. I hope he has a really... I mean, I hope 
Yeah. We'll see. Like, you know, I've, I've, we've been seeing more and more, you know, like people, someone with a great indie film kind of gets a shot to do a big budget something. Yeah. I really hope that's like what's coming up next for him. If not racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Racist. <laughs> and that's Asian August. Hashtag Asian August. Hopefully you all have a very, very fun month at the movies. I know we will watching all these movies that we've seen. Please go and support. Here's the crazy thing is we've seen these movies already and I can't wait to watch them again. And yeah. That's, how, that's how good they and, are. And uh, one more final note. Please, if you can, go opening weekend i don't know how many people um know this but that's really the only weekend in terms of monetary stuff that studios care about so if you want to see more think more asian american talent more directors writers stories centering asian american people please come out opening weekend i know we all hate crowds and like (laughs) but spend the money make an event out of it though yes for crazy rich asians they're doing the hashtag crazy rich challenge bring your friends bring your friend and dress them up. Yeah. Hell yeah, I want to do that. Put on your best <laughs> Gucci, you know what I mean? I'm like yeah. old, so like I get dressed up, I could sit down for yeah. two hours. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's do it. And on that note, that'll also do it for this episode of the Collabcast. As always, you can reach us by emailing us at podcast at collaboration.org. Subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Um, this podcast was recorded at the Potluck Podcast Studios in the Visual Communications Office. Visual Communications, of course, is the organization that uh, supports Asian American film and media and artists through programs like Arm with the Camera and the Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. Um, so thank you for letting us use this space. Um, thank you to Collaboration. This podcast is a part of Collaboration. We are a nonprofit organization discovering, developing, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the Asian American community. You sound um, like one of those guys at the end of like a, a, a new pharmaceutical. This is a side well, effect. Because I know Minji needs to leave. I know. So, I appreciate so, thank I'm you. spinning it up for everyone. Family dinner, y'all. Family dinner. Um, Jess, you, thank you so much for joining love us. You, Jess. Um, time. Do you we welcome t- your commentary anytime. Yeah. Um, Jess, anything from Cape that you want to plug? Um, just follow us on social media. We're at Instagram at Cape underscore USA, Twitter at Cape USA. We have more our most up to date news, really free, fun, free events like screenings. Um, we always post up there first. So follow us. And yeah, um, yeah we'd love to see you out at one of our events. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us, um, Minji, Jess. And to all you out there in podcast land, have a wonderful, wonderful Asian August. Have fun, Z. Bye. Bye. She said, it's time I'm ready to go. I'm leaving my tears on the side of the road. Cause 